the third mansion chapter two of the interior castle this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by anne boulet the interior castle or the mansions by saint teresa of avila translated by the reverend john dalton the third mansion chapter two the saint continues the same discourse and speaks of aridities in prayer etc i have known some souls and may with great truth say many who have arrived at this state and lived many years in this uprightness and composure of soul and body as far as can be done and yet after this when they now seemed almost lords of the world at least greatly undeceived respecting it when his majesty began to try them in some small matter they acted with so much restlessness disquiet and narrow-heartedness that they made me astonished and also exceedingly fearful for them it is no use to give them advice because having so long addicted themselves to virtue and practised it they fancy they can instruct others and that they have abundant reason to feel such things in a word i have met with no remedy nor do i find any to console such persons unless it be to show great compassion for their affliction and it is indeed a pity to see them subject to such misery and not to contradict their fancies for they agree in their imagination that it is for god's sake they endure these things and thus they never consider it to be an imperfection in them which is another delusion that happens to persons so far advanced that they should feel such things is no wonder though in my opinion this feeling should quickly pass away for our lord in order to make his elect sensible of their misery often withdraws his favors for a time we need nothing else in order to know ourselves immediately this way in which our lord tries these souls is soon discovered for they very clearly understand their defects sometimes when they see themselves inclined to earthly things and these no very great matters without their being able to help themselves this afflicts them more than the other but this i consider a great mercy of god for though it be a fault still it is very useful towards acquiring humility this however is not the case with the persons i speak of for they as i said admire these things in their thoughts and wish others to admire them likewise i will mention a few particulars in order that we may prove and understand ourselves better before our lord prove us it is better to be prepared and to know ourselves beforehand a rich person having no children nor any one to whom he can leave his estate happens to lose some of it yet not so much but that the remainder is sufficient for himself and household and he has even something to spare now if such a person should be so much disturbed and uneasy as if he had not bread to eat what use would it be for our lord to require such a person to forsake all things for the love of him it may be said that the person is troubled at his loss because he could have left his money to the poor but i am confident god prefers that he should conform himself to what his majesty does and endeavor to keep his soul quiet rather than to exercise this charity but as he does not do this because our lord has not advanced him so far let it pass let him understand however that he is wanting in his liberty of spirit but by means of it he might dispose himself in such a way that our lord would be induced to give him this liberty because he begs it of him another has abundance to live on and something to spare an opportunity presents itself for obtaining more wealth 
If it be offered in the way of a gift, let him take it, but seek after it, and when this is obtained, to strive for more and more. Let the intention be ever so good, and it must be, for, as I said, these persons are given to prayer, and are really virtuous. Yet let these individuals be assured that they will never enter the mansions next to the kings. It is just the same with these persons if they chance to be despised, or their honor to be lessened, however slightly. For though God gives them the grace to bear this trial well very often, since he is very desirous of favoring virtue in public, so that the particular virtue which they fancy they have may not suffer, or it may be because these persons have done him some service, for our Lord is exceedingly good. Yet there remains in their mind a certain uneasiness, which they cannot easily overcome or get rid of. O oh my God, are not these the persons who for so long a time have meditated on the sufferings of thy Son, and have considered how great a favor it is to suffer, and who even desire sufferings? They wish every one to be as regular in their manner of life as they themselves are. And God grant they may not imagine the anxiety they suffer to be only for the faults of others, for in their thoughts they imagine this to be meritous also. You may think, sisters, that I wander from the subject, and that what I say does not relate to you, because here, in this house, there are no such things, since we neither have, nor desire, nor seek after wealth, nor does any one do us the least injury. These comparisons, then, you may say, have nothing at all to do with us. Still, many other things which may happen may be learnt from them, which to mention here is neither necessary nor convenient. By these comparisons you will discover whether you are wholly disengaged from all affection to that which you have abandoned. For certain little matters present themselves, though not of this kind, by which you may make a sufficient trial of yourselves, and know whether you have the command of your passions. And, believe me, the matter consists not in wearing or not wearing a religious habit, but in endeavoring to practice virtue, and in subjecting our own will in everything to that of God. It also consists in regulating our lives, conformably to whatever His Majesty shall order and appoint, and in desiring not our own will, but His. But as we have not yet arrived at this point, let us, as I said, acquire humility, sisters, for this is the ointment of our souls, and if we possess this virtue, the physician, who is God, will come and heal us, though he may delay a little. The penances which such persons perform are as regulated as their life. These they carefully observe, in order thereby to serve our Lord, for all this is not bad. In the performance of these penances, they use great discretion, in order that they may not injure their health, never fear their killing themselves, for their good sense will take care of that. Such a love is not desired as deprives us of reason, but I wish we had such reason as not to be content with serving God in this manner, always in the same way, so that we never arrive at the end of our journey. And as, in our opinion, we are always going on, and thus we tire ourselves, for, believe me, this is a very tiresome way. It will be very good if we do not lose ourselves. But, my daughters, if we had to go from one country to another, where we might conveniently arrive in eight days, how would you like it if, on account of the inns, the winds, the snows, the rains, and bad roads, we were a year on our journey? Would it not be better to finish the journey at once? 
for we shall meet with all these inconveniences, and there is danger from the serpents also. Oh, how many clear proofs could I give of this? God grant I may have escaped these, for I often think I have not. While we proceed with so much caution, everything offends us, because we are afraid of everything, and so we have no courage to venture forward, as if we could arrive at these mansions, and leave others to endure the difficulties of the way. But as this is impossible, let us, sisters, for the love of God, urge ourselves on, and leave our reasons and our fears in His hands. Let us forget this natural weakness, which may occupy us exceedingly. Let our superiors, whom it concerns, take care of this. And let us think of nothing but hastening on to see this Lord. For though you have but few delicacies, yet too much care for your health may deceive us. How much more when our health will be no better on this account? This I know, and I know, likewise, that the matter does not consist in that which relates to the body, this being the least considerable. The journey I speak of is our advancing with great humility, and herein, if you understand me, I consider lies the loss of all losses to those who do not go forward. We should, therefore, imagine that we ourselves have traveled but a little way, and so we should really believe, but that our sisters have made haste, and have advanced far, and we ought not only to desire but endeavor to be the most base and wicked of all creatures. If we do this, we shall prove that we are in a most excellent state. Otherwise, we shall continue all our lives where we are, with a thousand afflictions and miseries, for, not having left ourselves, our journey becomes very difficult and painful, because we travel weighed down with this clay of our misery. But this does not happen to those who go forward, and ascend to the remaining mansions. In these mansions, of which I am now speaking, our Lord does not fail to reward us, but as a just and merciful God, for He gives us much more than we deserve, and bestows upon us pleasures far greater than those delights which we receive in this present life. But I do not think that He gives many internal delights, unless He may sometimes do so, in order to invite us to behold what passes in the other mansions, that so we may prepare ourselves to enter them. You may, perhaps, imagine that joys and pleasures are one and the same thing, and you may ask why I make a difference in their names. To me, the difference seems to be very great, though I may be mistaken. But I will explain my meaning in the fourth mansions, which come next, and as I shall then have something to say respecting the pleasures our Lord gives, it will be there the proper place to speak on the subject, and though this may seem unprofitable, yet it may in some way prove useful, in order that understanding what each is, you may strive for what is the best. This is a great comfort for souls whom God leads thus far, but a subject of extreme confusion for such as already imagine they have obtained everything. If they be humble, they will be excited to give God thanks, but if they want this virtue, they will feel an interior dejection, though without any cause, for perfection does not consist in having sweetnesses, but in this, in loving most, and so the reward will be in proportion, and in striving who will labor the best in justice and in truth. You will perhaps ask me, if this be true, as it most certainly is, of what use is it to speak of those inward favors, and to discover how they are to be known? I know not. Ask him who commands me to write on the subject, for I should not dispute with my superiors since this would not be fit, 
but simply obey them. What I can with truth assert is, that when as yet I neither had, nor by experience knew, nor once thought of ever having any such thing in all my life, this I thought with reason, since it would have been too great a joy for me to have discovered, or even conjectured, that in anything I pleased God. Yet when I read in books respecting the favors and consolations which our Lord bestows on souls that serve Him, I was extremely taken with them, and thereby my soul was excited to give great praises to God. If my soul then being so bad did this, how much more will good and humble souls praise Him? And though only one should praise Him, and that but once, in my opinion, it would be proper to mention such praise, in order that we might know what joys and delights we lose by our own fault, and rather so much the more, because if they come from God, they are attended with love and courage, helps which enable us to travel without pain, and to go on increasing in good works and virtue. Do not imagine it is of little importance whether we work or no, for provided that we do everything which lies in our power, our Lord, who is just will, give us in some other way what he deprives of us in this, for reasons best known to himself, since his secrets are very hidden, at least that which is the best for us will no doubt be given to us. That which, in my opinion, would be exceedingly useful to those who, through the mercy of God, have arrived at this state, to whom, as I have said, no small favor is shown, that they are so near ascending higher, is being very careful to comply promptly with obedience, and it would be very useful for persons, even though they might not be religious, to choose, as many do, someone whom they might consult, in order to avoid doing their own will in anything, for this is what generally deceives and hurts us. And here we should not seek a person of the same disposition and ideas as ourselves, who might flatter us, instead of striving to detach us from the things of this world. But we should procure one who knows well the deceits of the world, because, by conversing with one who already knows them, we shall then be better enabled to discover these deceits ourselves, and also because some things, which at first appear impossible, yet when we see that others easily perform them and sanctify them, encourage us exceedingly. By their flying, we venture to fly, just as young birds do, which, though they cannot at first take a high flight, yet do it by little in imitation of the old ones. This helps us very much. I know it. However much these persons may be resolved not to offend God, yet it is the best not to expose themselves to the occasions of offending Him, because, as they are still near the first mansions, they might easily return to them again for their courage does not rest on a solid foundation, like theirs who are exercised in afflictions, for these understand the tempests of the world, and know how little they are to be feared, and that its pleasures are not to be desired. And perhaps some violent persecution would force them back, for the devil knows how to raise such storms in order to do us harm. But these persons, intending through a laudable zeal to prevent the sins of others, prove unable to resist that which may happen to themselves upon such occasions. Let us mind our own faults, and not trouble ourselves about those of other people. It is very common for persons who are so regular themselves to wonder at everything, and yet we might perhaps learn, in something of great importance, from the very person at whom we wonder. And if we should pass them in our exterior comportment and manner of conversation, this is of no great consequence, though it may be good. 
but we should not, therefore, immediately desire that all persons should walk in the same way, just as one should not teach the workings of the Spirit, who perhaps does not know what they are. For in this desire, my sisters, which God gives us of doing good to our souls, we may commit many errors. Hence, the best course is to follow the directions of our rule, that is, always to endeavor to live in silence and in hope, since our Lord will take care of the souls He loves. And if we do not neglect to pray to His Majesty, we shall by His assistance advance greatly. May He be blessed forever. End of the Third Mansion, Chapter 2